0: Is cold calling still a viable strategy in growing your book of business as an insurance producer? That is the topic we are diving into in this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.
1: Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in.
2: There are a lot of ways that producers Market themselves. And there's networking and there's all kinds of things that you do with your centers of influence and getting to be known in your community as the insurance expert, those kind of things. But it seems like the industry always reverts back to cold calling. And and I read some reports recently that cold calling really is a very, very viable way to reach out to the community very quickly. We've had some folks in our company that have been doing drops where we drop by an interesting little trinket and then you to get somebody's interest and you follow it up with a phone call. And that has been very successful for some of our folks, but is very time consuming. And basically, when it's all said and done, it turns out to be a cold call. Hey, did you get the thing that I dropped off? Well, it's a cold call. So I think... We have to We have to know that that it really is a very viable way to get yourself quickly in front of a whole lot of people. And the quality of your cold call really is a couple of things. It's, it's the script. It's what you say. And if you join us, we can help you with that. We can help you craft what you say and how you say that. But the mystery is, to all of us, is the fear of making cold calls. And I've had it. I mean, you can tell by the gray in my beard that I've been around here for a little time and i and i've also made my share of cold calls and certainly in the beginning it was very fearsome and i don't know why i really don't because they don't see me like this they don't they just hear me and i had my my share of people hang up on me and i thought well it really it didn't hurt me i'm okay and i think i would bet you what christians going to talk about is practicing those things and uh, preparing yourself to make phone calls but stop and think about what the fear really is, how you can conquer that fear. We can help you do that with our coaching and uh, make it, we can turn it into a game, actually. We can turn it into fun uh, and we we can really help you get over what really is a harmless fear. And remember, fear is an acronym for uh, it's, it's false evidence that appears real, I think is what I remember, F-E-A-R. And uh, so there's no harm. You're not going to get hurt doing this. Christian, you ever been hurt making a cold call?
3: Uh, not yet. Not <laughs> yet. No. I I was listening to what you were saying. And, you know, Rick, I think it's um it's one of those things that by the by the pure name, it kind of makes my mm. palms sweat, makes the hair stand. Oh my gosh. I got a cold call, someone. And you know, I think. I think successful producers look at it as there isn't really any such thing as an absolute cold call if you're doing doing what you should be doing before you pick up the phone and call someone, okay? And what I mean by that is, you know, you should have done some homework on who you're calling to know something about them. And as we talk, and hopefully the listeners join us, uh, we talk about ways to get through the fear of it. But- also doing your homework and making sure that you're calling someone with a reason, with an intent. And you should have a solution in your mind uh, because quite honestly, if not, then you're nothing more than a telemarketer. And client and, and businesses are used to getting hundreds and hundreds of, of, of telemarketers. And that's not an exaggeration. I mean, and they hang up on them and they don't get through. So the only way you're going to be successful at calling someone is doing your homework, yes, being different, which we talk about all the time and how to do that. Um, But really look at it as it's it's not cold calling. There isn't really something as cold calling if you're going to be a successful producer, okay? Now that may sound like I'm arrogant or pompous in saying that, but that's the truth. If you just pick up the phone and call someone, sure, that's a cold call. Why would they answer? Why would they take your call? And chances are they're going to hang up on you. But your your question, Rick, I think is is very valid. I've never, never been hurt cold calling other than hurting myself out of the fear, yeah. you know, the fake fear that I kind of it, – it generates inside of me. Um, but it is something that I think is absolutely viable. And you know me. I'm all about being different. And I think in this age of everything being uh, a text or an email – People are becoming numb to personal touch, and personal touch through voice is just one more way to get to that customer that is different. So if you can master calling, and not necessarily cold calling, but calling someone, knowing why you're calling, knowing what your proposition is, knowing that they're going to probably want it, the the fear subsides. And I think the fear subsides because you have success, at least that's how it is with me.
2: You know wow. I think you you brought something up that's really simple and and good and that is we all know the word cold call and and I think you're right there's shock value to it as opposed to I'm going to go make some introductory calls mm-hmm. I'm going to go do some marketing calls I mean it's the same thing but sometimes when you set you change that first word it has less energy in it it has less fear it has uh, so maybe that's one of the things that could help you know one of the other things that to our folks that we're doing the pre that we're doing the drops and then following up with, with calls that still are a cold call. Um, think about a pre-approached letter. Now we used to do that. That's really old school stuff. <laughs> and it's no surprise. I'm an old school guy. How many letters do we get anymore? They don't. Almost none. I mean, really, we, if I get a letter, I open that son of a gun up and i look at it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a letter. It's it's uh it's like a carrier pigeon just brought me a note or something. Yeah, so how about an old-fashioned pre-approach letter? Hey, Paul, this is Rick, blah blah blah. And that letter has to be specific, can't be too long. What's in it for Paul to talk with me? And then I call it up. It's not quite as cold, it's an introduction call, a marketing call. Paul, this is Rick. Sent you a letter the other day. Do you remember getting it? Well, mm-hmm. however, you and then we could help you with that as well. And I think it might warm it up a little bit, and especially mm-hmm. if you put something a little bit unique in the letter. Um, and let's let for whatever the price of a first class stamp is now, I buy the forever stamps and I don't even know what it is. But let's let Uncle Sam deliver that first call for us for less than a buck. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a deal. I mean, I'll, I'll, if I can send something to Alaska for less than a buck and they get it a couple of days later, I'm all over that kind of thing. So we yeah. can do it right here in our community and deliver it, put it right in their mailbox. The man or the woman's going to open it up. To, oh, my God, a letter. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah.
3: You know, Rick, some of those old school tactics or ways of approaching people are really have in today's world a, a, a value that's being lost. And, you know that's fine for others but that's not fine for someone who wants to be that preeminent producer it's about connecting to that prospect and getting that connection we talk about all the time ways to really enhance that uh putting your arms around your client, so to speak and keeping the competitors away so you know kind of like warren buffett you know his thing is you know he, he does what people the opposite of what A lot of people do. And what you're talking about is something that a lot of people used to do, and they used to get inundated with mail and get, oh, blah, blah, it ends up in the circular can. You're right. Now you just get a few pieces of mail. And I find myself being more intrigued about it and opening it up. And if someone did that and then called and said, hey, yeah, I dropped you off that letter, that's an icebreaker too. You know, Mm -hmm. again. It really is. You know, it's funny, cold calling and ice breaking. Like it's some, like, oh my gosh, it's a fear. <laughs> Got to be away, you know, stay away from the other person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, cold uh, calling people, doing the drop eyes, doing the uh, so, sending a letter, um, being careful that if you're sending emails, they're getting inundated with emails. It's just, it, it's a reverse of what happened 20, 30 years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know, call,
3: a, calling. I I, I I will say this, Rick. And I I've I tell my new producers this all the time. Um, you know, they can't get through the phone, right? So they can't reach out and grab you. The worst they can do is hang up on you. But really make yourself comfortable and have fun, fun with it. And I know that sounds may sound trite, but I remember some of my greatest successes before the use of email and computers. I was making the calls, right? Mm-hmm. And uh Paper and pen. We didn't have carrier pigeons like maybe you had, but we had paper and. (laughs) And uh, you know, I take off my shoes. I I do the 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 trick with putting a mirror in front of me. You know, I'd roll up my sleeves. I'd shoot hoops in my in my uh, my, in my office, which I still have. You know, and I would have fun with it and just figure how many how many can I get in today. But when I look back on that, I think you know I could have done it a lot better. And what I could have done better. And I could do it better now because of the internet and things. Know more about my prospect before I call them. Take the time because I think they can really sense that when someone calls. Is this a salesperson just calling? You know, like, good lord, don't get their name wrong. Don't get their name yeah, wrong. Yeah. Don't call them. You know, rack when their name is Rick. You know, I mean, it's just it's right. that kind of thing. And and yeah. um, if you don't know how to pronounce their name. You can always call. I did this and I would intentionally mess it up when I talked to the receptionist and say, I just, I don't want to make a fool of myself. How this name. And I would like fumble over it. And then inevitably they would tell me the name if you can get a receptionist. But anyway, I digress. I mean, I think that uh, it definitely has its spot. There are ways to get over it. You got to do it. You got to have fun at it. Do your homework. And absolutely, Rick. Practice it, absolutely practice it. That's why I like having the mirror in front of me when I started, because I could practice. I could practice my own facial. uh, 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 You know how it was. Was I was I smiling? Was I just angry? My gosh, people can hear that through your voice. So practice, 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 and then go. Yeah, I received a cold call from a guy a couple of years ago.
2: I didn't even know what he was pitching, and whatever he was pitching, we weren't a market for it. We weren't a buyer for it. But at the end, there was just a lot of silence. He asked me a question. And my response was, damn, you are good at this. And he laughed. He said, I am really good at this. It sounded like somebody I had known for five years. And I said, and it was not, it was not a young guy. And he said, not only am I good at this, I have fun at this. And I said, well, you're darn good. I know the first time I did a podcast I I had, um, I was podcasting to this guy right here. He was. What uh, is that? What's that? What is that? That is a Fox. And I had a very large client um, with a similar name. And so I set him down in front of me and, and I was, I was podcasting to Mr. Fox. I guess I got this because I went into a radio station Back when we had AM radio stations and I was a young kid and I was taking a tour of the, the radio station and here's the disc jockey on there telling about the Doobie brothers, you know, and, and I see this little guy, this little figurine in front of the guy. And so when the song went on, we were allowed to go into the DJ booth and there it was. And I said, what is that? He said, that's who I'm talking to. Cause I can't oh, that's see. Cool. He said, I can't see who's out there listening to me. So I've created a little guy. It's a little figurine, and every day I talk to him. So the first, po- I don't do this anymore, but the first podcast, there was Mr. <laughs> Fox.
3: Mr. Fox. Oh, I love
2: it. Yeah. Anyway, sophisticated stuff, huh? But there That's is an expression great. everything old is new again. And yeah. when you talk to making cold calls or marketing calls or an abduction calls, pre approach letters, having fun doing it with some sort of animal or whatever, or taking your shoes off. Or and i know, wearing your
3: bell bottoms. They're probably back in, aren't they?
2: Uh, they yeah. Let's hope not. <laughs> how about, how about a lime gl- green leisure suit? There you go. I love it. <laughs> anyway, I think that's part of what you're, you're seeing here. And I hope if you join us that you'll see that these, are, these calls can be very fun. And I think the final thing I always like to say, just you being on this, just you watching this means you must have a desire to get better. You must have an uncomfortableness maybe in your career that you like your career. I hope you do because it's a fabulous career, but you're not happy where you are and you're looking for ways to get better. And that's what we're trying to do, try to help you get better. And you've already taken the first step by just watching a couple of us yahoos ramble on about how I hope we can help you.
0: All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode talking about cold calling and overcoming fears of actually cold calling. A big part of this is acquiring the proper skill sets and getting over ourselves in order to implement the strategies that we know need to be done. If you find yourself struggling with whether it's fear of cold calling or fear of rejection or just even feeling like I don't have the proper scripts in place to be able to effectively cold call. And I could really use some coaching on this. If that is you, I really encourage you to check us out at the preeminent com to get personal coaching from the coaches that you just heard in this episode. So check us out at the preeminent And we will see you in the next episode of the preeminent producer. Podcast.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the preeminent producer podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.